Welcome to What's Happening in 40K. Your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene. And bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, and today we are continuing our Monday trend of reviewing the meta on Mondays, in the UK specifically, because of course there are some international analyses that go on online, but they cover only larger events, and they are spread across the world, whereas in the UK, of course, we have quite a distinctive meta, and that's what today's episode is all about. We are going to be covering the events from the weekend and looking at the win percentages of different factions as well as the season overall. Um, we're continuing uh, the season from week two. So this is week two we've been doing this analysis and there was of course week one last week. So as the season builds up, we're going to have more and more data to go through. So this week we had a lot more events than last time. We had 10 events as compared to six last week. And we had 177 players this week as compared to 138 from last week. So even though there were four more events, there were only about 30% more players. So that basically shows you that a lot of the events this week were small RTTs. There were a couple of larger GTs, uh, Peterborough, as well as a couple of others. And we're going to start off by going through the winners of all the events along with their factions before we dive into the uh, data. So... We have, uh, start off with the five round events. We had the Peterborough Slam, which was won by Michael Baird with Custodies. And uh, then we had a Convocation of Power, won by Chris Tool with Eldari. The Leviathan 10th Edition GT by Thomas Douche with Eldari. There's a bit of a trend starting here already. And uh, Frog and Crow Dakar Rally, won by Andy Quascoen with Necrons. Moving on to the RTTs. There were more RTTs this week than GTs. So all of these were fire, were three-round events. And we start off with Chris Patterson, who won Hemelhammer with Eldari. Terraforming Neutral Ground was won by Sean Samuels with Eldari. Board Nerds July RTT was won by Catlin with her Black Templars. Burn and Learn Volume 5 Bootcamp was won by Andy Mollison with GSC. And Battle Zone Broadgate was won by John Eddy with Imperial Knights. Finally, we have Welcome to 10th Twisted Dice RTT won by Matthew Putney with Thousand Sons. So the only repeat factions we see there are Eldari. Eldari won four of the events this weekend including two GTs and two RTTs. GSC and Custodes obviously still up there, and then a couple of other factions that we'll be talking about this weekend, Pyro Knights being one of those, and Necrons. So now we know who won the events, let's talk a little bit about what all of those events in aggregate tell us about the faction's performance, and we can also cover a little bit about how that compares to last weekend. So... Unsurprisingly, from what I've just discussed, Eldari were the dominant faction this week, and in a surprise move after the nerf to them, uh, they've actually increased in dominance this weekend, so that will probably be due to the smaller number of data points that we had last week, and uh, 
now they seem to be maybe more represented and therefore winning more. So, for example, last weekend we had a 64% win rate for Aldarian as shot up to 75% in the UK this weekend. Similar number of players, 13 and 15, but game wins goes up and also the number of X and O and X and 1 goes up. It goes up from 6 to 10. So obviously we had four, uh, four, beg your pardon, event winners. So that'd be the X and O's, but we had six other X and O slash X and 1s this weekend. So Eldaria are the top faction in the UK this weekend. Not hugely surprising for anyone who has been playing versus them to see that they are so powerful. GSC have gone up from being ranked third faction in the country last weekend to now being ranked second. This is perhaps because we had a bit of an anomalous first weekend in which Tau had the highest win rate. Tau have shot way down the field and GSC have climbed that one spot up to a win rate of 68%. This is up from 64% last weekend. GSC not very well represented, so they were hugely popular about a week ago as everyone struggled to get a couple hundred models painted in time, but this weekend they are down to just five players compared to 15 and 17 for Eldari and Imperial Knights, respectively. So Imperial Knights are now ranked third. They had 17 players this weekend, by far the most popular, apart from our good old buddies, the Space Marines. They have a win rate of 62%, with uh, 63 games played, so a large number of games played due to those that high number of players, and 8 X no slash X and 1. This gives them a third place in the national faction rankings, and uh, very well deserved. Imperial Knights, you know, people seem to be quite worried about them and changing their terrains to try to nerf them by their terrain designs. We are uh, part of that process in terms of countering the towering rules by blocking out the ground floor of all our ruins that had windows in, but Imperial Knights still doing very well. Same can't be said for Chaos Knights, which are further down the field in 10th position this weekend. All right, so the rest of the faction rankings, we'll buzz through them quickly, just pointing out some noticeable oddities perhaps in what the data shows as compared to perhaps what your experience playing against them. For example, we have Chaos Space Marines currently ranked higher than Necrons. These terrible, unkillable Necrons currently ranked in 7th place as com- as compared to Chaos Space Marines currently ranked in 6th. Now, these rankings, I should note, are from this weekend. We're going to come on in a minute to the season-long rankings. Admittedly, the season so far is just two weekends, but that will become more and more relevant and more and more interesting as this show progresses, where we'll be able to compare current data sets to season-long data sets and show you sort of like how the meta has evolved over time. So as I said, Necrons in third place, just being pipped via uh, eighth, eighth place, Thousand Suns in Custodes. Now, Custodes won an event, as did Necrons, and yet they are ranked in the mid-tier when we look at the aggregate. Now, what does that tell us? It tells us that the players using those factions this weekend must have been very strong because they vastly outperformed the faction average across the UK. Now, we all know faction specialists can do that consistently, and it just shows you that if you do have a favorite faction, it is really worth sticking with them, going to lots of events, and making sure that you get to be the absolute pinnacle of what that faction can do. Because if we're having factions that are currently ranked ninth this weekend, uh, such as Custodes, who were also ranked ninth last weekend, so a relatively stable ranking for that faction, and we're having people win events with them, it shows you that they do have a top end, which is very, very high. And I think that is also true for some other factions. For example, 
We spoke a little bit about Tau doing very well last weekend with a 66% win rate. That's come down to 36%. So massive, massive swing there, depending on who is in charge of that wonderful faction, the Tau. But obviously, Custodia is you know, a bit more popular at the moment. They have been doing well around the world. And uh, Michael Baird Parker this weekend won Peterborough Slam with Custodies. So clearly, they do have quite a lot of upside. Speaking of upside, of course, Necrons won the Dakar Rally. They came uh, seventh overall this weekend and won that event. So again, similar story to the Custodies. Now, we have a couple of outliers again. You know, these smaller events can often be won by factions that maybe aren't well represented across the entire of the country. And Black Templars, you know, Thousand Suns, perhaps two of those. Imperial Knights, Gene Steeler Cults, again, you know, these are, these are popular armies at the moment. So we're not potentially super excited to, not excited, beg your pardon, surprised to see them winning events. So um, now... We've gone through a bit where the faction data is at the moment. As I've said previously, this is going to get more and more insightful as we get more and more data points. And the biggest data point coming up is, of course, Leeds this weekend. We're going to be doing lots of content throughout the week uh, all about Leeds. So tomorrow we're going to have our usual rankings show where we go through the UKTC rankings and we note any notable changes in those rankings. And this is focused primarily on players you know, in the sort of 50th ranked through down to about 250 or 300 all the regular players come into tournaments all the time um you know but perhaps aren't aren't winning events and therefore won't be in the top 10 of the uk rankings but you know are, are consistently changing and improving your position so this is what the ranking show tomorrow is going to be all about before we get into leads coverage on wednesday with bets on then we're going to do a pairings show on thursday as well there'll be a bit of admin on a friday episode to make sure that everyone that's coming to that massive event knows what to plan for how to get the most out of that weekend as well so hopefully you will enjoy that content to come hopefully this faction analysis is going to get better as we do more and more of them over time and we really hope that this can become a sort of talking point throughout the country about number one how the uk meta is different but also to try to shine a light on some of these top players such as andy john another andy catlin all doing fantastic this weekend winning events with not eldari based factions all around the country you know we had 10 events this weekend in a small country like england so it's fantastic to see the 40k scene growing from six last weekend to 10 this weekend and we would encourage everyone to get involved, of course, in the UKTC rankings. So some of these events may have submitted their results for this episode, this podcast episode, and maybe you're listening to this and thinking, oh, I did really well at that event. I wish I could build up my personal ranking. And the UKTC is a token system, so each TO can just apply for a token, and then they can submit the rankings from their event to the UKTC rankings, which you can find on our website, uktc.events forward slash rankings. Thank you all so much for listening. Just a couple of other announcements to go. Obviously, if unless you've been living under a rock, you will have heard of the ITT. The ITT is the biggest team tournament in the country, and it has sold out two years in a row with 320 players, and it has been relaunched this week. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 2 p.m., and we have scaled it up to not only include AOS, 40K, and potentially some more game systems, but it will have up to 500 spots available. So that is 100 teams of five can make their way to our brand new bigger venue and that is going to maintain its position as the largest 40k team tournament in the country of course the lead the uh, leeds gt is this weekend but after that the next 40k event we are running 
is the LGT, the biggest singles event in this part of the world, just outside of LVO, we're second biggest in the world. And this year, we hope you can come along. If all of you listening to this do, then we will smash that record LVO set and take the champs as world's biggest 40k event. So we hope you can come along to that. If you want your UKTC tickets for the ITT, you can get them on UKTC.events and the LGT tickets are on lgtpresents.co.uk. And don't forget, of course, we have Coventry, Leicester, and Nottingham all already launched. These super majors are spread around the country and have become routine staples on the calendar. Nottingham in particular was a massive 400-player event last year. Coventry, the only three-day super major in the country. And Leicester was, of course, historically big in ninth edition where we ran at 450 players. So we hope you all can come along. As I said, I hope the content of this series gets better as we go week to week. If you do like it, please let us know. Because, you know, the main reason for doing it is, as I said, to try to cover more of the 40k field than just the top. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to What's Happening in 40k. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We'd also really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe for more great content from What's Happening in 40K. We'll be back next time with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.